You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Cash the ticket, presented by FanDuel. Let's get to the, ah, we're going to get to the late game now. The line has moved. Niners, minus seven and a half. Majority of tickets. Lions, majority of money, Niners. The largest money line liability in Vegas this weekend is your Detroit football Lions on the money line. Tickets, amount of money, all of it. The most popular bet, Lions plus seven, Lions plus seven and a half. The most popular money line, Lions money line. That is red flags galore because what do Jim and I never like to do? We do not want to be on that side. Now, The line moving to seven and a half tells me something. It tells me, shout out to fans of The Wire, Debo coming. I think Debo, trench coat, shotgun. He's playing. Oh, I think he's playing. The question has always been about his effectiveness. I don't care how many visits to Dr. Feelgood he's got to have. He's playing. (laughs) Needle the size of your arm, he'll be out there. I mean, that's... instead of them walking in carrying the boombox, they're walking in. Debo's got a giant syringe over his shoulder. <laughs> Quite the image. Okay, like an inflatable pill bottle. I don't know, uh, but but I think he's playing. And 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 if you go, well, fellas, come on, you're overdoing it. No, no. On a per play basis, Debo Samuel, the Niners' offense is two yards better with him in the game per play than without. He is a transformer. He is everything to their offense. So him playing, uh, yes, it does matter. Well, Purdy didn't look good. You're right. Purdy's two worst games without Debo in the rain. Browns game week six or week seven and what you saw against Green Bay. So I just want to establish what we think the line move is due to. Now, Jim, you are a dyed-in-the-wool Lion fan. I want you to take the lead on this and tell me where your head is at and I want to see if you can separate the emotion. Niners laying seven and a half. Total has moved. Oh, FYI. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. What fifty one and a half? Fifty one and a half. Yeah. Now I'm playing the role of cookies. I'm over here raising points. All right, it's our delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavor Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. It's a game that would send my Lions to the Super Bowl. You and I are going to be out live with Rico on Sunday in Detroit, talking about this game for three plus hours. Phone calls, emotions. Well, we're in the studio, all right? Or, yeah, we're on live in Detroit. Oh, you scared me. I'm like, if this is a live broadcast, I'm opting out. No, no, no. Right, but for people, this is a podcast. This is taped. A live show on Sunday with the three of us, and we'll yuck it up and go through all the emotions. But let's just talk ball for a second here. These are the two most explosive offenses. They're built around toughness and creativity. They're near mirror images of each other. Yet the Niners are better in every measure. 
points, yards, yards per play, third down, red zone, rushing, explosives. Even if I say it's close and we call it a push, I flip over the Niners' defense, third in the NFL in points. Detroit underrated, but not nearly that good. Well, what about turnovers? Niners plus 10, Lions even, dead even in the turnover margin. The best argument for Detroit is that they're trending up, peaking at the right time. They may have a couple matchups I want to spotlight, but the Niners are winning this game. It just becomes a question of what are you going to do with those points? And, Mike, I think there's a path for Detroit to keep it close because San Francisco run defense, bottom five outside tackle runs. Jameer Gibbs, top five in the NFL in outside tackle runs. You can do what Green Bay did only better, where you run the ball, you get your receivers in, chipping, getting down to the the linebacker level and D-line level. Detroit's not above that dirty work. That's the path. You shrink the game, you score enough to hang in, and the 7.5 starts to feel like a good number to take. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but... I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I think you've touched on something that's really, really astute, Jim. No smarm. Last week when you're watching the Packer game, it was amazing to look at Nick Bosa and Chase Young be seemingly clueless when the wide receivers are coming down to block. And it's like, fellas, are you feeling okay? Like Steve Wilkes, defensive coordinator, did you do any film work? The Packers love to run that toss, love to run outside mm-hmm. tackle. Um, now, Chase Young analytically has not been great at setting the edge on his own, but I'd like to think that what the Packers did last week would be some good preparatory work for what the Lions are going to bring. Fair, Um, But Jim's point is spot bang on, and I do think the Lions' pathway, it is right there. Now, here's what concerns me. Jonah Jackson is gone. So all these stats about getting the Lions O-line fully healthy, they go out the window. He's the worst the of the group, but is, it hurts. I don't want to underscore it. Well, from a run-blocking perspective, he's fantastic, mm-hmm. Jim. There, there's about a 40-yard per game difference with Jonah without. Now, here's the interesting part. How do we establish Frank Ragnow's value? I mean, first of all, absolute warrior. Just a throwback warrior. Uh, incredible performance last week, but he's hurt. And he's going to have to line up. Now, here's the interesting part. The the Niners are very static with how they do this. So Armstead plays on the right at the D-tackle spot, and Hargrave's going to play on the left. Why is it important? It's important because Hargrave's going to go against the worst lineman the Lions have, which is going to be a Shoka or a Shuka or a Popka or whatever his name is. When Jackson left the game, 18 snaps by a Shoka, seven pressures. So... Ragnow will almost be mandatory forced to help. Which isolates Armstead the whole game one-on-one. There you go, and it's Armstead against Glasgow. 
Now, again, I know we're nerding a little bit, but I like Jim's point as it relates to running the ball. I think there is a concern throwing it. Now, the Niners, they don't want to bring a ton of pressure. Steve Wilkes is more willing than his predecessors. Uh, Then D'Amico Ryans, it was, hey, we're going to play cover three, rush four, drop seven, and rinse, wash, repeat. Robert Sala, same deal. If you think letting Jared Goff stand back there is a good idea, you're insane. Uh, I am fascinated to see, can the Lions run it well enough, consistently enough, to where Jared Goff is almost just play-action passing? I, I... Jim, the whole game's decided right there. If the Niners don't stop the run, if they look as bad as they looked last week against the Pack, Detroit boys are going to be in this. Yeah, Detroit will finish what what Green Bay couldn't. I mean, that is their path in this game. You talk about San Francisco, they don't want to blitz. It's because they typically don't have to because of their front four. That's the difference with Detroit's defenses. They've had to blitz. I think James Houston becomes a very interesting chess piece in this game. He was a guy who was a sack machine at the end of last year. He's been hurt largely this season. If he I plays, uh... if he plays, mm-hmm. Mike, could they get away with less blitzing? Because my fear would be if you're going to blitz to get pressure and you need to, the most explosive offense in football is going to have their way with the Lions. They're going to score Can a ton of blitzing. points. Yeah, I, I, what I keep hearing is the coach is he hasn't reestablished a trust uh, where they're going to be able to put him out there in a big way. It's just it, it hasn't, you know, you got to be careful. You start putting guys in the lineup who haven't played. And, rel- uh, and relying trust on them, right? Especially key yeah, third downs, so. plural. Okay. So then and the Aaron Lions are going to have defense. to blitz. And that's fine. No, it's it's gonna... helped them. But, Mike, it's got to burn them at this. some point. Exactly. Okay. So I want to take this back to the Rams game. Forget about the Bucs. I thought the Bucs' game plan was faulty on both sides. I don't want to get into an argument. Lions were the better team. Just yep, making a point. Fine. I don't think the Bucs served themselves with what they did. We'll leave it alone. The Rams game, you and I had a conversation. And I said, guys, you're blitzing. It's going to be a problem against a team like the Rams who run a ton of motion. Pre-snap. Motion not only identifies a blitz, yep. it defeats it. Can, yep. And... You saw Matt Stafford go haywire in that game. I mean, just in 400 yards. It was like it was 2011 all over again. <laughs> the Niners are not not a level above the Rams. They're two levels above offensively. So Debo, if he plays, it's about, all right, identify where he is. Is it jet motion, circle motion? Is he lined up in the backfield? All of these motions. Also, when when the average fan stops watching the play, oftentimes feature an elbow to the to the thorax of the player on the end like that that's where you have to pause half a beat or i'm getting my throat caved in so so jim i feel like the lions have gotten so comfortable with secondary blitzes brian brant melifonu's got four and a half sacks and nine quarterback hits in the last six games i just don't know that doing that against kyle shanahan's a great idea And you can tell me I'm wrong or, Mike, you're being a big bitch about it. I just – I'm not going to go in and act like Purdy's terrible all of a sudden. I think Purdy is Goff. Goff is Purdy. They're very similar players in similar situations. Well-oiled machines, good quarterbacks who are not superstars, great coordinators, great talent around them. So then let's talk about it that way because I agree with you. I mean, it's been one of my things all along is that they are both great orchestrators of their offenses. Yeah. Part of that offense is the run game and the play action and, and and how you are able to neutralize pressure. I feel like Detroit's offensive line 
is better at keeping their quarterback clean. Jared Goff this year was was 27 touchdowns, three picks when clean. And they're a team that should be able to run the ball and play action pass off of it. They're also the better run-stopping unit. So if we, like, reduce this down to its, like, elementary, most basic level, is that not the path for Detroit to hang in? And I know Lions fans want to win the game. That's how it goes. If if you win up front on both lines, you can go in and bully the bully. And what a day it would be if they are able to pull that off. I think the other angle, too, is against a team that wants to play a ton of zone. I think dump-offs to Gibbs in the flat will be huge. Uh, You get a running start. I know that Werner and Greenlaw are monsters sideline to sideline, but Gibbs versus any linebacker in football, I'm going to take my chances. I think Goff, easy pressure release, easy outlet. Um, It might be a prop we could look at. Gibbs over 21 and a half receiving yards is something I thought was interesting. Um, Yes, Jim, there is a pathway, but I do return to the following. Why the fuck is this number seven and a half? Well, I think we explained it. Looks, it. It's 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 a Debo no, no, bump no. and it's the it it's looks, the money bump. But it looks way too big. The reality is the Lions are a really good football team, Jim. They are. They're a really good football team with a really good coach who, by the way, in an underdog spot, Dan Campbell's the most dangerous man in football. I wanted to bring that up, too. I had that in my notes because while San Francisco's the better team, the more complete offense and defense team, Kyle Shanahan does some really cowardly shit in these games. And yeah. I... I <laughs> I don't think it's a homer take to say I'd rather have the aggressive coach. I'd rather have Dan Campbell in a game that could come down to one play, one touchdown, one score. Uh, uh, Listen, you're not wrong, but I'm going to take the cowardly way out. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm picking the Niners too, but I'm taking Lions in the points. No, no, that's fine. I am going to just do this. I don't want to lay the I, I don't want to lay the seven and a half. I think the Lions either get their doors blown off or they win the game outright. I don't think they cover. I think they cover by winning, or it it's, a, it's a thirty-four to twenty game. Yeah, I mean, is there a world where, as much as I'm like trying to paint the scenario that the Lions come in and match yeah. know, brute force, is there a world yeah. where explosive offense punishes? Defense yeah. that needs to be uber aggressive. Game script falls out of hand. Golf has to drop back. The play action game's yep. not there. It's on the road. And the wind there whips. There it is. Yep. It's just it's on the road. We've all gotten so goddamn comfortable enjoying Ford Field and home and this crowd and the pre-snap penalties and the the bloodlust and uh, you're on the road now. I, I and I also okay can't prove it. Don't want to start an argument. I think the worst thing that happened to the Lions was the Niners getting a scare last week. I'm with you. Oh, I've had that you thought this week, too. You wanted the Niners to win 38 nothing, walk in with a chubby, <laughs> feel all good about themselves, and then you punch them right in the dick. I'm with you. A lot of people are using last week against the Niners. I actually think it yeah. helps them. I, I Again, you can't prove it. It's just like no. psychology and what we right. think they're so going to do. I'll give you – I want to give you two plays. I want to give you two things here, my brother.